This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Nitch, and today on Imagine This, we're going to the library. Li- library. Which one is it? You say library. 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 I- library. Oh, <laughs> I've said it too many times now. A library is where people keep books and then they put them back and other people can read them. Hmm. Now I'm thinking about it. Books is a funny word too. Book or book? (laughs) Why is it called a book? Why not a took or a page flapper? Word plates. Chapter carrot. (laughs) Or a story pancake. (laughs) Lucy and Evie have been wondering... Hi, my name is Lucy and I'm a six-year-old and I was wondering, how did people come up with names and words? Hi, I'm Evie and I want to know where words come from. Yeah, why is anything called anything? I think by a very, very, very um, smart um, scientist. I think we better talk to Dr Howie Manns. He's a linguist. That's a person who studies the science of language. Come on, I bet we can find him in the ancient history section at the library. Library. Ah, you know what I mean. Hi, Howie. Hi, Nitch. Hi, kids. Hello. Bonjour. Howie, we have a question. Can you tell us how did people come up with words and names for things? Words come from everywhere. We create them for all the things in our lives. So people understand us and get what we want and stuff. Because if we don't have words for stuff like feelings, we can't really understand what people are saying. Yeah, we need a way to tell others about what we experience. So we make up words and names for things. I think it's special because we have a special whole big language where we can communicate about almost everything. You can, like, say a unicorn will come in the future. Yeah, we can talk about the past and the future and anything we can imagine. And it's not just with sounds coming out of our mouths. We can communicate through pictures, sign languages and with technology. Nothing else on the planet can do that. So how did we start coming up with all these names for things? Have you ever named anything? I've named my dolls. How did you do it? You pick a name because it just feels right for them. Like if you have a bear and it looks like a mummy, I named it Mummy Bear. It might have just started like that. People deciding what sounded good or what felt right. By making up a gibberish word and declaring it something's name. But words are really old, right? How did people even start making up words? No one really knows for sure how the first words were spoken, but we have some good ideas. Like what? I reckon it'll be more fun if we use our imaginations. Definitely. Can we go on a time machine? It'll have to be a time and place machine. We've got lots of ground to cover. Where to first? Or... When to? (laughs) Let's head back 100,000 years ago, when early humans may have been developing speech. All right, everyone, keep your arms and legs inside the time machine. Buckle up. We don't want to get stuck in the 80s. Man, they had terrible hair. (laughs) Here we go.
Wow, I see elephants. Oh, and I see giraffes. Hey, but there's no people around. Can't see any buildings. We're in Southwest Africa. One day they'll call this place Botswana. Now we really don't know how words and languages started, but one of the theories is called Yo Hee Ho. Yo Hee Ho? What's that? Maybe he knew, because we didn't know how to speak. They only probably knew how to sing, maybe? Yeah, it's this idea that people used to grunt and make sounds all together while they were working or doing something tricky. Yo Hee Ho! You serious? Really? There's also the Bow Wow Theory. Bow Wow? Bow Wow! Theory like a dog. Whoa, whoa! Yes, it's the idea that early humans first copied the sounds of the environment. Like the wind. And animals. It was so long ago, we'll never know for sure. But we do know that words help us to communicate with each other and work together in a community. People muddling together sounds, saying and pointing to something. And then someone else going, oh, means pumpkin. Exactly. It's cool. That might have been how the first word started. Over time, those simple words got spoken by more people in bigger and bigger communities. Then, as people built more things and learned more stuff, we created more words to talk about our lives, and on and on, until they became languages. Who made up English? Well, let's head to England. That's the home of English. We're 100,000 years in the past, so let's jump forward now to just 1,500 years in the past. That's not that long ago. Yeah, compared to a lot of other languages, English isn't that old. Oh, old London town sure is smelly. It smells like... Yeah, toilets haven't been invented yet. Ah, watch where you step. Ah, look, there's a carriage. Cars haven't been invented yet. Howie, I can't understand what anyone is saying. That's not English. They're speaking Old English. It's very different. How come? Words and languages never stay the same. They're always changing. English is a big stew of a lot of languages. 1,500 years ago, tribes of people from Germany came to England and brought their languages with them. Have you heard the word sneeze? Of course. That's from an old German word. Fenise. Fenise? <laughs> Bless you. We also borrow new German words like noodle. Noodle? I had no idea noodle was German. Or that it was new. Come on, you noodles. <laughs> Let's fast forward a few hundred years. Look out! Vikings. Vikings! They added some of their words into English, too. You can thank them for the word Thursday. Really? Well, they would have called it Thor's Day. The words happy and angry, even the word kid are from Vikings. Cool. I, I use Viking every day. Ah! Oh, this place is rough. Let's jump ahead. To when the French sprinkled their words in. There's French in English? There's lots. It started as a way to make English fancier. 
Like what? Like our first meal of the day typically isn't very fancy. We just use an English word for that, breakfast. But our nighttime meals can be fancy, so we use French words for those. Supper, dinner, or feast. Yum. Ah, so English words are made up from lots of other languages. Definitely. When people move to different places, they bring their languages with them. It can mean that languages become a mix of lots of other languages, like with English. What about in Australia? Australia is full of languages. Come on. Ah, we're back home. We're in the bush. People have been speaking here for more than 60,000 years. Yeah, there are hundreds of First Nations languages. Noongar, Palawakani, Adiyamacha, Yorgambe, Yorta Yorta. My country is Bundjalung country. Yeah, when people have been living in a place for a long time, there are often a lot of languages. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool, actually. I like to think of language and words as a collection of people's good ideas. Words are full of information. Like what? Well, a lot of Aboriginal place names can tell you something about the area. They got the name from the surroundings. Like Noosa, in Queensland, means shady place. Dubbo means red earth. Bundina, that means sounds like thunder. I live in a place called Maribyrnong, which means I can hear a ring-tailed possum. That's so much in just a name. That's why learning other people's languages is so important. It keeps words alive. It's also a great way to make friends, because we learn a lot about the world and others. There also might be other words in other languages that aren't in your language. Like, for an example, dépaysement is that feeling you get when you move countries. But it doesn't exist in English, but the feeling's still there for people who do speak English, but there's no way to explain it. That's so cool. So we've learned how words have moved around the world and mixed and changed to become different languages. But how does a word become a word? The only reason anything is called anything is because enough people agree on it and start using it. You asked when we first met why is it called a library. Well, because many years ago, Libra meant the bark of trees. Because paper's made of bark from trees. Exactly. Over time, it's changed a little, Libram to library, and maybe in the future, if we have less paper books and more computers, it'll be called something new. So, once enough people start using a word, it becomes a word? Yeah. Words are created to help us talk about our lives and experiences. It means languages are always changing. Thousands of new words are created every year. Howie, can we make up a word right now? Yeah! My favourite sound is... Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I reckon mine is sh. Oh, let's mix them together. Osha! What will it mean? How about learning something super cool with our imaginations? Well, in that case, I love to usha. Usha, usha, usha. It's fun to say. <laughs> I love to usha too. <laughs> Exactly how people started coming up with words is a bit of a mystery. They might have started by grunting and mumbling to each other, Yo, hee, ho. or by copying the sounds of the world around them. 
No one knows for sure. We do know that over time, humans got better at speaking. We learnt more, built new things, and needed words to talk about our lives and work together. Many languages are a mix of other languages. German, French, Viking. That have grown and changed and moved over a long time. Other languages have stayed in the same place for thousands and thousands of years. New words are being created every year. And they become words simply by people using them. Words tell us a lot about people and their culture and even history. And they're a great way to make friends. Bonjour, assalamu alaikum, buongiorno, hola, konnichiwa, yama, nihan, guten tag, kia Imagine This is an ABC Kids Listen podcast, hosted by me, Dr Neeraj Lal. A big thanks to Dr Howard Manns from Monash University and all the kids on the show. Today's episode was recorded on the Gadigal, Wurundjeri, Darug and Wadawurrung nations. And over in the United States, the Ojibwe, Odawa and Potawatomi nations. Written and produced by Sumia Bella, with sound design by Wei Nguyen. Senior producer is Emma Gibbs. For more great podcasts to play, music to move and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app, free from your app store.